Hello, this is Key Ideas, and I'm your host, Leela Viss. This podcast contemplates the rhythm of life as a piano teacher and music maker. Through illuminating interviews and transparent reflections, you'll feel validated, encouraged, and empowered. This is episode number 61, in which I share a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Here we are, all put back together and tied up in a bow after a global pandemic ripped us apart. Not. I admit that I'm mostly together, but it feels like pieces have been assembled in different places, and some parts are still missing. How could everything be back to normal when we were offered no instruction guide for an upended world? I begged the term new normal long ago. Like Vanessa Cornett said in episode number 60, who wants to go back to the pre-pandemic normal anyway? So today I'm sharing a few of my favorite things that have gotten me through this assembly of parts and pieces and has made this post-pandemic world tolerable and even okay to pretty good. If you know me well, I don't prefer the phrase silver linings, but some of the favorite things I share today come close to silver linings. My current 2022 list bundles favorites for my business and personal life in no certain order. Be aware that I get a little personal at times. Remember, the tag for key ideas is transparent reflections. And as Vanessa put it so eloquently, your well-being is multidimensional. One part of your well-being can affect and darken or brighten the other. Before I start sharing my list, here's an invitation from my good Aussie friend, Paul Myatt. Hi, piano teachers. It's Paul Myatt here. Are you finding it challenging to engage the screen-driven children of today? Piano teacher Trina Panitz was, and she found that her students were tired after a long day at school and needed a break from teachers talking all the time. She found using whole body learning's mixture of multisensory, multimodal and music activities gave her students some welcome relief. They were quicker at picking up concepts and had better memory retention. This January, I'm running a whole body learning course for beginners. So just like Trina, you can learn how easy it is to use whole body learning in your studio. My special guest expert is the wonderful Samantha Coates. I hope you can join us from Tuesday, 17th of January. Find out more at pianoteachingsuccess.com. Just follow the course links. Now back to Leela's wonderful podcast. Favorite thing number one. I begin my list of a few favorite things with what I'm munching on right now as I jot down each item. It's homemade granola that my husband Chuck and I have tweaked to our liking, fashioning it after the granola at Whole Foods. You can usually find their homemade granola in a plastic container that lives near the fresh baked goods and cheese section. We think our recipe is a little healthier. It has less sugar and oil, lots of whole grain oats, flaxseed, slivered almonds, pumpkin seeds, and we add dried cherries after it bakes. This pairs well with Chuck's homemade Greek yogurt that he regularly makes in our Instant Pot. A small bowl of yogurt topped with granola and fresh blueberries is nothing but divine. This fortifying yet decadent breakfast is balanced with regular workouts. 
BC or before COVID, I invested in a fancy gym membership just down the road. The fitness castle is suited for kings and queens adorned in lycra and comes with a full schedule of classes for cardio, weights, and yoga. It was a dream come true when it opened for various reasons, but one of them was the step class I attended on Wednesday and Friday mornings. They were out of this world fun and a fantastic workout thanks to a stellar instructor. The lockdown forced the gym to close and when it reopened requiring masks, I realized that I didn't miss working around the gym's class schedule or the pricey membership fee. With no classes to attend, I could gain back control of my schedule and set my own time for workouts and not rush over to save my spot and wait 15 minutes for the class to begin. This segues into favorite thing number two. It's Heather Robertson's YouTube channel, which offers hundreds of exercise videos for every body type and part. And the best thing is you watch Heather to see what exercise comes next, but she uses no words just soft bells and timers to announce the next drill. She doesn't shout at me through the screen with, come on, let's do this, an awesome job. A word of caution, you do have to put up with rated PG wannabe pop songs playing in the background. That's how Heather makes her money from her channel. With the extra cash from the canceled gym membership, I bought a full set of weights, five, eight, 10, and 15 pounds. To keep things interesting, I purchased a weighted hula hoop. Have you tried hula hooping for even five minutes? When you get out of bed the next morning, you will feel it. Favorite thing number three. This new affinity for working out to videos in my basement is coupled with daily walks or runs. Well, I mean jogs. It's a chance to grab fresh air and walk the Highline Canal Trail. I have to say this trail that weaves its way through the Denver area is truly a treat. My time on the trail gives me a chance to grab the earbuds and listen to my growing list of favorite podcasts. And it also gave me permission to indulge myself with a subscription to Audible, an audiobook player, which is now another favorite thing. Audible has been a life changer. Being able to listen to books as I walk has allowed me to get through so many more books on my reading list. Thanks to Audible, I'm addicted to listening to biographies. And my top recommendations in no particular order are Finding Me by Viola Davis, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and Where the Light Fell by Philip Yancey. If you have issues with expletives, then I suggest finding other books to listen to. That being said, the profanity is an organic part of each personal story. And boy, do Viola, Matthew, and Philip have powerful stories to tell. There is something about the author reading their own story. I have to admit that it was a sad day when Matthew's voice was no longer my companion on my walks. Favorite thing number four. It's important for me to get up and move and breathe in the mile high thin air because most of my other favorite things I list today keep me stationary in front of a keyboard, either at the computer or the piano. What keeps me glued to my desk, besides answering emails, is my time spent in Canva. If you subscribe to my full scoop on chords, you see firsthand the powerful magic of that platform. Canva always seems to give me the tools to create tons of valuable content. My most recent project in Canva has me loading videos of students playing their holiday pieces on my Yamaha grand, Bella. She is the love of my life after friends and family. 
After I upload the videos, I created a lovely template in Canva and used some of their stock holiday videos to bookend each performance. Canva does supply a link to projects, and so I could share this link with parents, but because I have an unlisted YouTube playlist for each of my students, I download the video from Canva and upload the video to YouTube. Next, I grab the YouTube video URL and generate a QR code back in Canva. This QR will be printed and adhered to a Christmas card that my students are making during their off bench time, and then I will snail mail this to the parents. Yes, it's a process, but the end result is a lovely gift for studio parents that validates their investment in piano lessons. Favorite thing number five. Speaking of students, I'm always on the search for activities for off bench time. If you aren't sure what I mean by that, head to episode number 39. It's called Off Bench Matters. In a nutshell, it's time my students spend away from the piano and usually on the iPad or keyboard or completing worksheets. It's whatever I can dream up to reinforce what they learn at the keys. This year, I resubscribed to Sproutbeat and wow, was I blown away. The creator and developer of Sproutbeat, Ekmar, has made significant upgrades. It is extremely user-friendly for teachers to create student accounts and assign each student games and worksheets that reinforce their level of learning. Most importantly, Sproutbeat is a huge hit with my students, in person and online. Ekmar was kind enough to create a coupon for 15% off for all Sproutbeat plans for Key Ideas listeners. Current users can also use the coupon to save 5% if they upgrade their plan. The code is set to expire on January 31st, 2023, so make sure to use it soon. Just enter the code KEYIDEAS at the checkout. Find the link and this info in the show notes. Favorite thing number six. Another favorite teaching tool is Tanara, a regular sponsor of this podcast. This enhanced practice platform provides a time-saving system that delivers assignments and allows me to chat with students between lessons. I've become so accustomed to connecting with them midweek that it seems routine. And yet a few short years ago, I rarely spent time conversing and offering feedback and tips between lessons. Now, not all my students use Tanara as I'd prefer, but the ones who do usually make much more progress between lessons. Favorite thing number seven. It's always a relief when the December recital is over, but I have to say that this year's Christmas recital was perhaps the most stress-free of all recitals. It was to be held in my church sanctuary, but it ended up at the festively adorned Atlas Coffee Shop just up the road. About a month before, I walked in, ordered a latte, and then asked to speak with a manager. The manager named Becca was all over this idea. It turns out that she had been hoping to feature musicians at the shop, especially on the weekends. My students were prepared to play as they had just finished recording their holiday pieces for the QR Christmas cards I mentioned earlier. Back to the coffee house. It was terrific because instead of performing in a formal big stage event, this was a casual gig where families could grab a coffee or lunch. I reserved two hours for the recital. Before the day, parents gave me an approximate time for their arrival, which helped to spread out the performers throughout the period. A program provided a brief explanation of the live music for customers and families walking in the door. 
Since pianists were invited to play when they arrived, their names were listed only in alphabetical order along with the pieces they were performing. I included my studio info at the bottom. Who knows, a customer may have taken a program home and a potential student could be in the making. Holiday-themed photo props prompted me to grab a pic of each student in front of the Christmas tree, something I usually forget to do. I had no trouble rounding them up for the pictures. On the back side of the program was a word search based on the titles of the pieces performed. This kept the listeners occupied while they listened, sipped peppermint mochas, and devoured gooey cinnamon rolls. I created the puzzle at puzzle.org. A big shout out to Andrea Zimmerman, who clued me into that site in a podcast interview that will air in 2023. You won't want to miss her story. Favorite thing number eight. Now, there are alternatives to Zoom, like Rock Out Loud and Forte. In fact, recently, Forte has been my default platform for online lessons. And yet today, I'm giving a shout out to Zoom as a favorite thing because it has allowed me to explore and successfully achieve a relatively new passion of mine, helping others compose. Around 100 teachers, now composers, have met me and other composers on Zoom and have created beautiful compositions in my 8 plus 8 Composiums. Three short years ago, I would have never imagined holding a Composium. The tech would have been far too intimidating to me, and I'm sure no one would have been up for meeting online to get creative. Who would have thought? Three more things that made my favorite list. Favorite thing number nine. Spotify has given me ample time to absorb the musical genius of two of my favorite composers, Ola Yelo and Alexis French. And although I've always appreciated Wendy Stevens' sheet music collection called All Is Calm, the full album is now streaming on Spotify. Her stunning versatility as a composer is captured in this set of pieces. I highly recommend you listen to the album and follow her on Spotify at her handle, Compose Create. It turns out that I use Spotify frequently in lessons. When a student wants to play a pop piece or especially a worship song, I find the song on Spotify, play it through the Bluetooth speakers on my new NU1X, ooh, another one of my favorite things, and the students play along with the tune. If the chord chart we're working from does not match the key on the Spotify playlist, we transpose the keyboard. This is how I practice every time I play with our church worship band. This is a golden tip. Don't forget it. Favorite thing, number 10. Okay, warning. This is a little more personal. I have recently become a huge fan of goat milk soap. Yep, I'm talking a bar of soap made from goat's milk. I can hardly wait to take a shower so I can lather up with a cucumber melon or the oatmeal or my favorite scent, dirty hippie. (laughs) The maker of this particular soap lives in Steamboat Springs and only sells locally, but you can order from her website. One of the reasons why I made the change to bar soap instead of body wash was in an effort to bring less plastic into our home. It became apparent how much plastic pollution is floating around this earth when we visited Florida this past November. After two recent hurricanes, the beach was covered with seaweed, and we discovered that the seaweed trapped plastic items, especially lids, like water bottle lids. My family filled buckets of plastic after sifting through the seaweed. So now I'm getting up on my soapbox, 
pun intended, and urging you to save all your lids and find ways to use them as teaching tools in your studio. Look for fresh ideas in 2023. Okay, just about done. I'm saving the best for last. Favorite thing number 11. The top of the list for this year, and I'd say every year, is when I ask this simple question at a lesson. What's the best use of our time together today? When I get to ask this question at a lesson, it means that I'm not steering the lesson. It shows that my students, the pianists, have taken ownership of their lessons and their progress. It also reflects that our teacher-student relationship has morphed into a team that is working towards a common goal of making beautiful music. This is certainly the sweet spot when it comes to teaching. And my guess is that when you have experienced it yourself, and it becomes one of your favorite things, you know that you are in the right profession. So that's it for 2022, but I'll be back in 2023 with more interviews and reflections that I can't wait to share with you. The links to the recipe, Heather Robertson's YouTube channel, the Sprout Beat coupon, goat's milk soap, and anything else I mentioned are all in the show notes. Whoops, one more favorite thing, which makes it a nice even 12. Number 12 is you. Thank you for listening to Key Ideas. I really appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for your ears. And here's a nudge to leave a five-star review for this podcast. It truly is a labor of love and your review can help spread the word. By the way, if you have a product or resource or website that you know piano teachers would love, then consider sponsoring an episode of Key Ideas. To learn more, head to the show notes. I leave you with my two mantras that I plan to keep for a lifetime. Take courage and genuine over perfect. This is Key Ideas. I'm Leela Viss. Thanks for sticking with me and see you in the trenches in 2023.